Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitzer Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cast Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, and FightBookMMA.com. If you want the freshest news and notes on MMA, then check out FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to FunkyMonkeyMMA at gmail.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. MMA fans, are you looking for something to set you apart? Then check out AltercationClothing.com. Altercation Clothing is a brand with attitude, offering fans and fighters alike a variety of specialty shirts. If you won't back down, then you're ready for an altercation. Altercation Clothing can be found on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Altercation Clothing. Altercation Clothing is a proud sponsor of Funky Monkey MMA Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Welcome back to Funky Monkey MMA. I am your host, Kane Miller. Our next guest is a UFC veteran from Texas. His past opponents have included Pat Cummins, Luke Barnett, and Elias Theodoro. Please help me welcome Roger Narvaez. Roger, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Now, your last fight was in March of 2015 at UFC 185 against Elias Theodoro. Uh, how has your time off been since that fight? Man, it, it's been good. It's been good. You know, unfortunately, in that fight, I uh, I took a kick to the uh, left arm and uh, I fractured, well, I straight up broke my uh, left ulna. And uh, it took me a few months to get back uh, to where I can use the arm. And, you know, I was in a cast for a little while. But, uh, you know, after that, we we pretty much been training, just progressively getting better and, and hitting it hard. So uh, I'm, I'm anxious to get back in there. It's probably the longest layoff I've, I've had and uh i'm ready to get back in there and, and uh do my thing yeah and uh, like you said you did you know you blocked a kick in your last fight and that resulted in the breaking of your arm so has that been healing up pretty well for you yeah yeah it's doing good it's doing good i mean you know anytime you got a screw and or six screws and a plate put in drilled into your bone it's never uh it's never going to feel the same again but uh it's definitely to the point now where I can take a shot and not have it affect me. Um, so, you know, that was the big, the big worry. I didn't want to, uh, you know, go into a fight and, and have to take a, a, a block, a kick and, and just, you know, uh, have it debilitate me or, 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 you know, make me wince or anything like that. You know, I, I want to make sure that, uh, it's a hundred percent. And, uh, right now I feel that it is, I'm punching with it. I'm blocking with it. I've been doing it for some time now. Um, actually planned on getting getting back in the cage a lot earlier than than what it uh, what what we're looking to to do. But you know sometimes uh, you just got to roll with the punches. And uh, you know I've definitely enjoyed the time off with my family and friends. But uh, I'm ready to get back in there and training never never has really stopped. It's always uh, been 
like I said, a progressive thing. We've, we've been working on my, my striking and my jiu-jitsu and wrestling and, and everything just to, to you know, make my next performance one that will be, uh, you know, one to remember. Yeah, exactly. You said that, you know, you were getting ready to get back in the cage again. Is there uh, any word yet on when you might have your next fight book? Man, I've got a couple of organizations uh, that have reached out to me. Um, a bigger organization, I, I can't really talk about it right now. Um, it's actually an organization looking to, to make some waves here in the United States. They're out of Europe. Um, we're in contract negotiations. We're actually just waiting on a contract for them uh, or from them uh, to sign, but that's going to be in April. Um, if for some reason that falls through, I've got another uh, – opportunity here locally uh, in my hometown of Corpus to uh, to jump on a card. So uh, we're going to fight come hell or high water in, in, in April for sure. Okay, yeah, so within like the next couple of months, people can expect you to get back in action again? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm actually going to be doing a lot of uh, jiu-jitsu super fights coming up as well. You know, I got my black belt about two years ago and uh, maybe even a little longer. Uh, and I hadn't been able to compete uh, in jiu-jitsu because, you know, for me, it was I was always afraid of, uh, you know, having an injury and having to pull out of a fight. And, you know, this last uh, year and a half with the UFC that I was signed with them, it was, uh, you know, basically one fight. Uh, I fought three times in, in less than a 12-month span. So, you know, we were, we were taking fights, uh, and I didn't really have an opportunity to compete in jiu-jitsu the way I had in previous years. So, I'm actually going to be doing a super fight here locally against some tough black belts, and then uh, uh, I'm going to be uh, on the Fight to Win Pro card that is going to be in Austin on March the 4th, I believe. And uh, the opponent right now is Rodrigo Pinero. Awesome dude, great black belt, world champion. Um, it's just going to be fun, fun match. I, I've trained uh, at his gym before, super cool guy. And, uh, you know, it's just going to be fun to get in there and, and – uh, test myself uh, before jumping back in the cage. Yeah, definitely. And I know uh, before your UFC debut, you said that you were actually scheduled to face Bubba Bush for the Legacy Championship. Um, I know you said that you've had some uh, contract offers and things like that, but do you see that fight uh, eventually happening sometime in the near future, whether that's with Legacy or not? You know, I'm not too sure, man. I know a lot of people want that fight. Um, I've trained with Bubba once uh, since then. Um, I actually went to Houston and try and help him get ready for his fight that was in uh, Dublin. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, let's just see what happens. I, I definitely uh, am not saying no to it. But at the same time, um, you know, I, I just feel I'm at a point in my career where, you know, I don't want to say I have a little leverage or leeway, but I, I definitely uh, I definitely want to take the fight that's going to pay me the best money and, and go with the organization that's going to get me the most exposure. So, you know, that's, that's ultimately what it comes down to. And, and thankfully I have a great uh, team of managers with uh, Iridium uh, sports agency that uh, got my back and, and are taking care of, uh, you know, trying to find me some fights. And, uh, you know, I pretty much put my, my trust in them and, you know, talk to my coaches and we kind of just roll with it. So, you know, definitely it's a possibility, but it's not necessarily something that I'm, uh, you know, zoned in on doing right now. Um, right now, I just want to get back in there, get 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 uh, the ring rust off, uh, you know, show everybody all the, the 
cool tricks I've been learning and, uh, you know, go from there. Yeah, because you are kind of uh, in that position right now where you can test the waters, you can kind of see what would be best for your career. So you do have uh, quite a bit of options here from the sound of it as to, as to you know, the next steps you want to take in terms of your career. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, um, I mean, I've never been a guy to pick my fights. Uh, that's one thing I'm really proud of. You know, uh, when I got signed with the UFC, um, you know, the Patrick Cummins fight was one thing, and then they throw me Luke Barnett, uh, who had like four, four or five previous fights in the UFC. Then I get Theodoro, who's undefeated. Um, you know, I never said no. We never hesitated. We never looked for another opponent. We just uh, took took on all comers. Um, and, you know, at this point, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I got to do what's best for me, but I definitely want good fights. You know, I'm not looking for a cakewalk. I've seen some guys go in there, get out get out of the UFC, and then they, they come in and they're fighting guys that are, you know, with upside-down records. Um, I'm definitely not looking to uh, – to, to take on anybody that's not really going to be exciting to fight, you know. I, I feel that the better fighter that you fight, the uh, the the more you're able to showcase your talents, you know. Um, I, I think that a lot of times you see great fights happen because when you put two great fighters against each other, uh, both of them are going to, you know, show their, their best skills. And, uh you know, I'm I'm looking to uh, get in there and against, uh, you know, in fact, the, the guy that we're we're talking about fighting is 14 and three, so he's much more experienced. I've been fighting a lot longer than me, um, but like I said, man, I'm a fighter. I, I do this because it's it's what I love to do. I love to compete, and the day that I start fighting cans just to get titles or wrap wrap a, a fake toy bell around my waist, uh, you know, you can guarantee I I'll, I'll be calling it quits. Yeah, of course. Now, um, I'd like to get your thoughts on a recent headline that was uh, brought up not too long ago. I'd like to get your thoughts on Mike the Truth Jackson getting uh, the UFC call. I know you've been interviewed by him in the past, so you know him at least fairly well. And, um, you know, you're from Texas. I'm also from Texas, and so we know that Mike the Truth, he's he's pretty well known on the local circuit. And so with him actually getting the call to make his professional debut on MMA's biggest stage. What are your uh, your initial thoughts on that? At first, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought he was trolling. I thought he was trolling or something. Uh, but then I saw that it was it was legit, and I said, man, that that's, that what an opportunity, you know. Um, I've sparred with Mike. I, I, Mike is an awesome dude, great guy. Like you said, I've interviewed him. He actually, uh, my my uh, one of the the guys I consider one of my coaches out in Houston, uh, Coach Bob Perez at Four Ounce Fight Club in Houston Muay Thai. Um, Mike Jackson trains under him, and uh, you know we've trained together multiple times. And I can tell you one thing, Mike is a is a character. He's a personality, but uh, don't put it past him. That boy's got some hands. He he he'll, he he's got quick hands. He's got some good power. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are, are looking maybe over uh, underestimating him, but I definitely think it's a, it's a great, a great opportunity for him. I think that, uh, you know, there was no, there's really no way that the UFC can get anybody that's already in the UFC to fight CM Punk because they kill him. Um, you know, yeah, everybody yeah. was telling me, oh, you need, you need to call out Punk and blah, blah, when I was, and, and I mean, I'm an 85er, he was, he was at 170, but but the, the the fact of the matter is, until you've been in there for the first time, and I'm not talking about sparring, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about training, I'm talking about a fight. When you 
So you've been in there and you got some guy and you're locked in the cage and some dude's trying to rip your head off. Uh, you know, there's nothing to prepare you for that. And, and I understand that, that uh, you know, Punk has a uh, background in, in entertainment wrestling and that's fine and dandy, but, you know, I'm not saying he's not a tough dude. I mean, you, you see those guys, they definitely got to be tough uh, guys to do that. But just the experience level, you know, if you give him somebody that's got eight fights, five fights even, um, I, I don't think it'd be a, a very good night for him. So I think the UFC is going about it the right way, and I think there's nobody better than Mike the Truth Jackson to uh, get in there with this uh, cat that, that they're trying to uh, uh, basically use Mike as a stepping stone for, um, Mickey Gall or something like that. I forget what his name is. I saw that episode where, where he uh, – you know, he, he called out CM Punk. But, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, the UFC, when, when it comes down to it, they're in it for entertainment, man. So, you know, whatever entertains the fans, obviously this has got a lot of uh, a lot of attention. It's caught a lot of headlines, especially here in Texas. Um, so, you know, I'm all for it. You know, good luck to, to Mike Jackson, and hopefully he brings W back, and, uh, you know, maybe he'll give, get the opportunity to meet Punk. Who knows? Yeah, it's just pretty crazy because, you know, being on that, Texas, like, you know, local circuit being pretty familiar with it. You might, he's a very popular personality, but when it just, like, he mentioned it, just kind of out of nowhere, he's a really, he really shot. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, and the funny thing is, like, if you've ever met him, I mean, he's a super, super cool dude. He's, he's real to the core, you know. I mean, they call him the truth for a reason. Uh, he doesn't sugarcoat anything, but he's super nice guy. Um, very friendly and and like I said the the other part people don't realize I mean he's been fighting for for years now too he's he's got some amateur uh, uh, MMA experience he's got a, I think I believe he's got a pro kickboxing fight on his record I know he's got some boxing experience so it's not like they're just throwing this uh, guy in there that doesn't know how to defend himself uh, my, Mike the truth definitely gonna come to fight on, on that night so we'll see we'll see how that goes yeah of course and on top of that. Uh, being very familiar with the Texas fight scene, you obviously know about the the hype surrounding Sage Northcutt as well. You know, if you you follow Texas MMA at all, you know that Sage was getting quite a bit of attention even in in his amateur career. Now, um, I yeah, I don't know if you've uh, met him personally or anything like that, but what do you think about all of the hype, whether it be good or bad, that Sage has been receiving lately? Well, I mean, have, have you seen have you seen the kid? I mean, have you yeah, have you seen yeah, the of kid? Course. I mean, he, <laughs> yeah. he is, he's like a supermodel, man. I mean, that guy, <laughs> that guy, he's one good-looking, you know, young young dude. And I'm I'm straight as can be, trust me. But that 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 kid has got it going on for himself. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. At first, I was a little, uh, I, I guess I was jumping on the hater train like everybody else. You know, not not be not hating on him, but just on the situation, the fact that UFC brought him in for his first fight and you know, putting all this hype behind him and this and that. But, you know, then I sat back and I said, you know, why why hate? Why hate on a kid like this? You know, he's he's definitely – I've met him in person. He's another one uh, of the guys that my coach uh, trains over there, uh, does, does private lessons with. And, uh, you know, I've only met him on one occasion. Um, it was right before I was getting ready for my last fight. But uh, super, super nice kid, very respectful made me feel old as hell because he just kept calling me sir, you know, every time. That, uh, <laughs> he does that to everyone, though. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and that just shows you, you know, I mean, it's funny, man. We live in a world today where they want to support guys like Conor McGregor that just go out there and trash talk and smash on everybody and talk about their families and their their upbringing and, and everything else. But you got a kid like Sage Northcutt that has deep Christian values um, and and exemplifies it from what I can see uh, on a on a very, very real level. And, uh, you know, people are so quick to bash on him. You know, the UFC, they're, they're, they've, they've found him. Like I said, man, they're, they're in it for the money. Bro. You know, it, what it comes down to is, is people just need to realize that, yes, it's fighting, but it's also entertainment. And if they have a kid like Sage that they can market and they can use and they're going to pay him 80 grand for his second fight in the UFC, uh, well, then, you know, make yourself more marketable. And uh, maybe you'll get the same kind of treatment. But uh, I think he's 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 doing what he uh, needs to do, and I, I definitely uh, you know I, I'm a big supporter of him. You know I follow him on Twitter. I, I think that uh, I think like I said, uh, you know first off I'm a, I'm a Christian, and and I think anybody that's in the fight game and puts God on the pedestal the way he does uh, deserves some recognition. So he he's got me right there. And then you know the kid's just an athlete. I mean Frank Trevino, man. Uh, Frank, Frank's down in Texas, you know, located in the Rio Grande Valley, and a lot of people saw that fight against Sage and, and thought that it, Frank was a can. Well, I'll tell you what, man, if you've never seen Frank Trevino fight, the dude is tough. He ain't no joke. And for Sage to go in yeah. there and, you know, give, given that Frank slipped, uh, but for Sage to show the killer instinct to finish the fight in the way that he did, uh, the kid definitely belongs there. Um, now, you know, I personally think that he's moving too fast. That's just my opinion. I think that he needs to take some time and hone hone his skills. You know, we saw what Cody Fister did to him his last fight, and, uh, you know, Sage did a really good job of catching that guillotine. But up until then, you put that kid on his back, and, uh, you know, there's definitely some room to, to, to work on getting up and, and looking for submissions and creating scrambles and things of that nature from his back. Top game is excellent, but uh, I think that he might be moving just a little too fast. I think that uh, he's got a bright future in the UFC if he takes it takes it uh, nice and slow and, and uh, progresses and lets his... Uh, now, uh, when you're not training, you are a full-time firefighter, correct? Yeah, that's right. I'm a firefighter here uh, at the Corpus Christi Fire Department in, uh, you know, in Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, I've been a firefighter for uh, eight years. Um, been with the department for nine. We had to do a, a year academy, which was really, really uh, fun. But uh, I've been out on the streets for about eight years, and I love it, man. I love it. Uh, you know, I love the camaraderie that I have with my brothers and sisters in the fire department. Um, I love the freedom that it gives me to spend the time with my family and to pursue dreams such as fighting in the UFC. And, uh, you know, I love helping the people here, you know. Uh, in Corpus, we we got a great city, a great town, and uh, you know I, I I couldn't imagine doing anything uh, other than uh, uh, being a firefighter. Yeah, definitely. And uh, between uh, that profession, obviously, it can be a very busy career to have, and having a family as well. How do you find time to train? Uh, can it be difficult to make time to prepare for fights? Uh, not, not really, man. I'm a workaholic. Um, the guys at work will probably make fun of me if I say that, but, uh, I'm definitely a workaholic when it comes to fighting. I guess, uh, knowing that some guy is going to go in there and try to, you know, knock my head off or, uh, choke me out in front of my friends and family, uh, really drives me. 
you know, my, I work shift work, so I work 24 hours on, and then I'm off for 48 hours. So when you look at it, you know, I, I get off of work, and then I train three times a day, uh, two days in a row, and then I go back to work, and then I do that again. So, um, you know, even in camp, I'll go and get a workout in before I head to work uh, just to make sure that I'm covering my bases, whether it be my, my strength and condition, cardio, uh, mitt holding, or, or hitting mitts with my coach, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it just varies. But as far as finding time, man, when I'm in camp, I train six days a week, whether I'm working in the department or not. Um, and thankfully I have a job where, like I said, I go, I put in work and, and the next, you know, the next day I'm off and the next day after that I'm off. So I can work out as much as I need to. And generally in fight camp, it's three, three sessions a day. Um, so it, it definitely, I feel the job gives me actually more freedom than most people. Uh, you hear about some of these guys in the UFC that have eight to fives Monday through Friday. I give them way more credit than I get than, than I take because, man, I don't know how they can do it. I mean, to work Monday through Friday, eight to five, and then go and work out um, after that, and, and then go home to your family. I mean, I, I see how exhausting and how tired I am, and, and the, the, the sacrifices I make for not spending time with my family and my kids. I couldn't imagine somebody on a, on a schedule like that. So, you know, props to all those blue-collar guys that are fighting for their uh, dreams of becoming a UFC champions. You know, keep it up because uh, I definitely admire that. Yeah, of course. All right, um, I think we're uh, about to wrap it up here. Um, if you have any uh, last words, any uh, sponsors you want to thank, any shout-outs or anything like that, then uh, you can uh, go ahead and uh, feel free to do so. Man, I just want to uh, thank you guys. Um, I appreciate the interview. Um, I, I always give God all the credit in everything I do without him. Uh, you know, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, I, I'd definitely be down a different, different path. Um, you know, and as far as shout-outs, i, I got to give a shout-out to Full Contact Fight Academy, Hector Munoz, my head coach, uh, Corey Bellino. Uh, I pretty much consider him my, my nutritionist <laughs> and my fight camp coordinator. Um, at hand, my, my, my striking coach, Rudy Valenzuela, um, you know, those two guys are really there for me. Also, a shout-out to Aurelio Gallegos, who is uh, the head instructor of Presta BJJ. Um, with with all these, all the help that I get and, and these, bond, these bonds and, and friendships that I have, they've really enabled me to become the best, not only fighter, but person that I can be. And so uh, I just want to give a shout-out to all those guys. And, uh, you know, like I said, especially my gym, Full Contact Fight Academy, those guys have been there, blood, sweat, tears, um, you know, from day one. So thank you, and uh, that's pretty much uh, pretty much it, you know. Awesome. Uh, Roger, again, thank you very much for being here, and we look forward to seeing you back in action as soon as possible. Yeah, I appreciate it. Trust me, guys, I'm, I'm ready to get back in there. It's, uh, I'm a little frustrated that it's taken this long, but trust me, when I get back in there, it's going to definitely be a, a one heck of a show. Are you looking for a new MMA website to check out? Then get over to MMARecords.com for the latest news, analysis, videos, in-depth blogs, fighter interviews, and more. From the local shows to the UFC, MMARecords.com has you covered. You can find MMA Records on social media as well, on Twitter at MMA Records, or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash UFC fans page. So stay up to date with all things MMA at MMARecords.com. MMA Futures, Funky Monkey Radio. 
partnered together to bring you the latest fighter interviews and MMA news. Check out MMAFutures.com. You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitzer Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cast Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, and FightBookMMA.com. If you want the freshest news and notes on MMA, then check out FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to FunkyMonkeyMMA at gmail.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. MMA fans, are you looking for something to set you apart? Then check out AltercationClothing.com. Altercation Clothing is a brand with attitude, offering fans and fighters alike a variety of specialty shirts. If you won't back down, then you're ready for an altercation. Altercation Clothing can be found on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Altercation Clothing. Altercation Clothing is a proud sponsor of Funky Monkey MMA Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA.